Welcome back to Dice of Pixels. This is going to be episode 26, and we are doing uh, our sort of awards ceremony, so to speak. Not much of a ceremony, uh, but we're going to be talking about what games we would give awards to. Um, who wants to start? Sarah? Me? Yeah. What What award would you like to start with? Um, I don't know. Let's, let's start easy with personal. My favorite sure. game of this year probably, obviously, would be... Um, power wash simulator <laughs> you did I play mean, that most yeah I, well yeah yeah between that and uh lonely mountains downhill i play i've been playing a lot of that lately it's a nice chill game so cool cool uh what about you chad for most well probably elden ring but oh yeah well yeah elden ring is my game of the year hands down um but holy man there's been a lot uh the god of war ragnarok was was uh fun despite a few little areas in that um I really enjoyed Tunic. Uh, Tunic was a nice, quirky, little uh, isometric, uh, that um, Minecraft-ish style art, uh, graphical style. Yeah. I can't remember what you get a term for it, but... Um, it, Voxel. Yeah, it brought back a lot of uh, Legend of Zelda vibes to it. Um, even just finding the in pieces of the in-game manual in the game that taught you not only the language but the game's mechanics and like little hints and stuff to get you through it i thought yeah. that was really really cool that was a that was a very cool mechanic i i liked that a lot yeah uh one that came in like super late in the year but absolutely just blew my blew my socks off was high on life it literally just released uh, a week or so back uh it's on game pass and it became like one of Game Pass's highest third-party uh, games ever released on that platform. First-person shooter made by the creators of Rick and Morty. Oh my God, is this game so funny. It was so funny. It was so fun. And I had a blast playing it. And I think it it just creeped right up in there in like my top three games of the year. Yeah, and um, and I've seen it being streamed a fair bit as well, even by people who don't often stream video games. Um, I was even considering firing it up myself. Uh, I might still, we'll see. Timing has been a uh, shit show lately. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think it makes a really good streamable game. And I think that will do a lot for it in terms of um, like PR. Uh, yeah. It'll get a lot of free press yep. through streaming. Yep. Um, but yeah, High on Life is late, which actually uh, is uh, on... We're doing this now because we're doing it now and we didn't do it before. But honestly, I think we'll probably make the New Year's uh, game award for Dice to Pixels. I think we'll make it a, a habit because to your point, High on Life came out after all of the other award shows for 2022. Yep. Yeah. So it's like, well, you missed the boat on that one, guys. Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, I think we'll probably do this on New Year's as a regular thing. Maybe even a live stream as a regular thing. We'll figure it out as yeah. we go. Next year's a long ways away, but it is. While well, New Year's is a long way away next year. Next year's right around the corner. Uh for me personally, I think my game of the year. So the one that I played the most was Incremental Epic Hero 2, but I'm actually super pissed off about it right now. Are you still stuck? Yeah, uh, well, I'll talk about it a little <laughs> bit more in a in a bit. Uh, but I I actually kind of rage quit. Uh, so <gasps> I'll, I'll tell that story in a, in a minute. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> my, I think, so vampire survivors is right up there for mm -hmm. me and stray is, is definitely high on my list as well. Um, but honestly, I think if I had to say my favorite game of 2022, the one that's kind of still living in my brain a little bit, is probably farming simulator. 
Oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I haven't talked about it a lot recently and I haven't played it super recently, but it's still one of those games. It's it's not even that I'm dying to play it, but I keep thinking about like, oh, if they would add just this little feature, it would be so fucking good. <laughs> um, so I think it's maybe my sort of uh, just based on what it could be. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you put that in mind, I have to add grounded to my list, too, Ooh. because like when I'm playing that heavily, I literally will lie in bed at night and I'm thinking, what can I build when I'm next in or what what, what design changes am I, am I going to do? And, yeah. 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 Yeah, for sure. Uh, I would love to see Grounded add, um, and to be fair, I haven't played it enough to know for a fact these don't exist, but I would love to see them add like uh, the equivalent of castle fortifications where you can like dump boiling honey on incoming oh. spiders or something. So the closest thing that they have is like spike strips basically, Yeah, but that would be fantastic. Right, like yeah. a full-on, turn it into a full-on tower defense as well. Like, yep. I think that would be super fun. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. Like even just having that as a mode, or as yeah. like a gameplay option sure. to turn on. Yeah, you've you've got the day to build and then the night is when everything attacks. Yeah. Which is sort of like Minecraft in, in some regards. Like that's yeah. sort of how Minecraft works. Uh, but yeah, I would love to see that mode in Grounded. I think that would be That'd be fun. fun, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I finally, uh, I finally took a dive into Grounded there over during this week of spoiled plans <laughs> right yeah so we had we had a blizzard uh as you know run through here uh christmas uh, actually the 23rd which basically shut down a lot of the highways and roads in our area so a lot of our christmas plans were kind of shot um so we just did a lot of gaming and uh sarah and i sat down and played through some grounded god i can't sometime last week mm -hmm. and it's it's cool, but it's going to take a lot to kind of like get me into it kind of thing, you know, because I've never really been into that style of game. So, yeah. it's, well, yeah. I think we also the three of us need to play together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that'll help you get into it. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually hoping Danielle will play with. Actually, this is a question you two might know. Apologies to anyone who knows this and is going to yell at me through the screen. Today, you can do it live. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Can you play a game through Xbox Game Pass? Can you play it on the PC and the Xbox at the same time? That I don't know. Okay. I actually just, like, it's $33 on yeah. Steam right now, so I just bought my own copy of it, yeah. so. I'm going to try that, because I, I don't know if you can or can't, Yeah. Um, but I'm like, if you could, that'd be great, because then Danielle could play on the Xbox, I could play on the PC or the Steam Deck. So, what can happen, um, and what we did, is I installed it on the Xbox, mm -hmm. and then Sarah has a profile on it, so she could play on the console. And but because the ultimate game pass is under my name, I would have to log in on the PC because I don't yeah. know if you can do multiple users on Game Pass on PC or not. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Like, yeah. or, or even if you can do one on Xbox, one on PC. Like, I, yeah, I we did that. Yeah. Oh, you you yeah. you can do. Okay. Yeah. It's, okay, it's cool. got crossplay. So Sarah was on Steam and I was on. Oh yeah, yeah. no, I know it's got crossplay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, anyways, we'll we'll try out some grounded together. That'll be fun. Mm -hmm. Um, so what's like a low? Uh, we we've got this is. We're figuring this out as we go in terms of awards. Um, we we know a couple, but I think we'll save them for a little bit later, yeah. so that if people want to, that's there's that's our awards right there. That's the, the cup. Our individual, yeah, it's a cup individual award. Yeah, yeah. Right so yeah, very highly coveted. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, several publishers come and pick theirs up in person. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we start getting bribes to to have people come in first place. 
Uh, I actually would have, if I had had more time, I, I had intended to 3D print some awards, but there was no point. Oh, and well. also I didn't have time. But, well, uh, and I'd be a little apprehensive of giving my award to the Elden Ring development crew because I don't want that kid to come in and photobomb again like he did at the Game Awards. <laughs> <laughs> that was so bad. That was so weird. Yeah. Yeah. So cringy. Um, so, I got another category. Yeah, idea. yeah. Go for it. Favorite backlist game of the year. Backlist. Yes. So what? anything released be 2021 okay. and back. Okay. That's that's how I interpreted it, but I wanted to be sure. Clarify. Yeah. Uh, for me, No Man's Sky. No question. Mm -hmm. Because it's improved so much since uh, since it was released. And uh, I've been playing it a fair bit on, uh, mostly on Thursdays. Well, I've actually been playing throughout the week uh, with a couple of buddies. And it's been great. I've been really enjoying it. But also kind of needs more like they've done so much to it and that's amazing but similar to grounded where it's like make your base more like make it a tower defense thing as well mm -hmm. or something mm -hmm. no man's sky kind of needs that too where it's like i can build a really cool base and they've made it so you can build all kinds of bases and it's great and the freighters are better and everything's better but at some point it's kind of just like well each system's kind of broadly the same yeah. and the bases are all kind of broadly the same if I could get one that's like on an angry sentinel planet with like overwhelming predators and just turn it into like a defense mode thing, I would, that would be so fun. So mm -hmm. hello studios. I think that's what it's called. Uh, yep. get, get on it. Go, go. <laughs> I know, I know you're one. I know the one concurrent viewer that's Chad is actually you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, man, mine's, uh, mine's going to be cat quest Ooh. because, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. like it was one of those games that just, I think so when uh, when you initially lent the Steam Deck to Sarah, um, Sarah found it and it was it was cheap. It was like a dollar or two. Or something. Oh, I had bought it a long time oh, ago. It just okay. made sense to, to try it out on the Steam Deck. Oh, and then that's when I found out that it was I got both of them, the Cat Quest one and two for like less than 10 bucks. Uh, so I ended up so I ended up playing that on the Steam Deck, started on the Steam Deck and I was just I, I had so much fun with it. Like it was it's a simple kind of game, but the art style the the gameplay was just so fun. I was I was just this is incredible, and I ended up buying it on the PlayStation mm -hmm. and platinuming it. <laughs> like yeah. it was just super super fun. And the second game is uh, they have the co op feature with it, which I started a game on it. Uh, we are going to play through it eventually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Cat Quest just something that I didn't even know existed, and it just blew my socks off. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. nice, nice. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna. I mostly. I didn't get to do mine. Oh, yet. Did, oh, I'm sorry. Jeez, I, again. Uh, for some reason, I thought that you had also said Cat Quest. Well, no, yeah, kind ahead. of, kind of Cat Quest as well. But was I playing Subnautica this year or was that last year? Oh, it was probably this year. Yeah, Subnautica is really good. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. yeah, yeah. Well, tell us more. Uh, build bases underwater <laughs> <laughs> or so, above water. So Subnautica, I've heard uh, a bunch of people talking about it at various times. Um, it is essentially you can just explore the ocean. Oh, yeah. 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 But there's also like big scary creatures that'll eat you and yeah. you have to build better um, travel devices to go like deeper in because you're kind of figuring out how to escape Ooh. from this planet. And so there's like lava underwater and then there's big lava 
dragon sea creature thing. So as you were talking about the tower defense, I'm like, oh, right. Subnautica kind of has that. So. I think I just became hooked <laughs> without ever playing it. <laughs> all right. All right. I'll check that out for sure. I didn't realize that. I thought yeah. it was more of a sandbox. I didn't realize that it was a full on progression mechanic. As yeah, well. it's like it's it's a little bit like grounded that way because like grounded is just kind of sandboxy, but it also has the progression if you want it. Subnautica is mm-hmm. that way, too. Okay. So hey, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, you just ruined my life. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so uh, a category that I'm going to throw out now, just because I think uh, I think it's time that I ranted a little bit about incremental epic hero mm-hmm. uh, is biggest letdown. Um, for for me personally, I, I don't know that I would say this for all games because this wasn't a very popular game. But for me personally, uh, that was really a letdown because I love idlers and I love in-depth idler, idlers. And uh, IEH2 promises to be the one of the most in-depth idlers ever produced. Like it would even put Kitten's game to shame. But uh, I kept hitting the walls that they hadn't finished the game. But the mm. one that I hit just the other day that uh, I basically rage quit, like I shut it down for the first time in months. It is not running. Um, so I, each rank in your town, you have a town with buildings that you can level up and each rank allows you to get 20 more levels. Okay. So it's like one to 20 and then you have to rank it up, which requires whatever, and then 20 to 40 and then et cetera. Yeah. The cartographer, which unlocks the different regions that you can do your combats in. Um, I had been struggling to get to the next, to the not to the treants, but the ones after that. It doesn't mean anything to anyone that's not playing, but that's fine. Uh, and you need to get the cartographer to level four, to rank four so that you can go up to 80. I did that. I finally did that. It took like a bunch of world ascensions and everything else, and it was like a, a slog to get there. And then I hit level 74, which is one level before I would have unlocked the next one. And it says increase the rank of the building to... Uh, to allow yourself to level up oh they they hard capped it and no indication whatsoever it like literally the other two buildings that i have at rank four are at level 80 no problem but that one they were just like no we didn't do that we we haven't built that region yet so we're just gonna hard cap it and not allow you to do it and the fact that they did that in such a shitty way that like there's no indication that it's locked it Mm. actually looks like that's another progression that you can hit I was just like, oh, fuck this. I I, like that made me really angry. And then also the other reason that it's a letdown is when it released for the first month, I'd say they were doing almost daily updates. Like it was getting updated constantly. Mm -hmm. It's been since October that they've done anything with it. So that for me is my biggest letdown. Uh, Obviously not a very well-known or popular game at this point. So it can't be like the, the broad category. But uh, for me, that was, I was pissed. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Chad? What was your biggest letdown? Um, I'm going to give mine to uh, Evil West. Mm. Um, I just, another one that just came out, uh, looked really good, looked really flashy. And it does, it looks great. Uh, The story is, I mean, meh. Right. You're you're in the old west fighting vampires. Right. Um, it's the actions really quick. Uh, my issue with it, though, is that it feels very dated. Mm. Um, it 
And I've been noticing that a lot with a few games lately where uh, uh, developers are going back to this like early 2000s kind of yeah. uh, kind of uh, game development where, uh, you know, the third person perspective, tons of just randomly spawning ads everywhere. Like I even ran into that with uh, the new Saints Row where it's literally just Saints Row with like a bit of an upgraded graphic palette. But when you're, when you actually, no, that's that. I'm going to say Saints Row. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Evil West, I'll pick on later. I'll do a review on that because I got, I got things about that. But yeah, so, so uh, it's literally just an, uh, the same old Saints Row in a new area with just a graphical upgrade. But when you're, when you're driving away and this, this fucking irritates the hell out of me. When you're driving away from cops and you could see it and you get far enough away so that they have their blip and their visual cone. But then all of a sudden you watch them and that you're going at top speed. But then all of a sudden you just see that. like they, Oh, they're they're like going uh, way too fast. Yeah. They're, they're like, cheating to catch up. Yeah. yeah. Or they just appear out of nowhere and, you know, like, oh, I'm scot free. And then all of a sudden, oh, pop, there's there's a cop. Or if you're running away and you're hiding behind a building. And then all of a sudden there's like, boom, 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 like enemies just spawn. Yeah. Like I hate that. I, I had that problem <laughs> back in the day with um, multiplayer bots, like, like not people who bought, but like AI bots um, in like games like Quake and, and Quake 2 and like that genre. It's less prevalent now, but Unreal Tournament was really bad for this. Uh, the AI just cheated. They mm-hmm. just they they were constantly aimed at you, no matter how many walls were between you or whatever. And just as soon as there was no obstruction, they pulled the trigger. This was at the highest level, obviously. So there was just like you couldn't, you could beat them by just like using the terrain, but like you could never beat them in a fair fight because yeah. they were cheating. They mm-hmm. were actually mm-hmm. just cheating. Same thing with um, Age of Empires. The 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 AI there literally just got twice as many resources as oh, you. Oh, nice! And it's like, well, so you can beat it because you're better than the AI, but like, just make the like, and there are limitations and everything else, but make the AI better or give them a strategic advantage. Don't just literally make them cheat. And I feel like it's the same bullshit with that, where it's just like. I got away scot-free because I did the right thing. And now you're just cheating in more obstacles. Yeah. yeah. And it, 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 it honestly, cause I was having, despite a lot of the poor reviews it's been getting for basically the reasons I've just said, I was having a great time with it until mm-hmm. I started running into those situations where it's like, okay, how come when I drive the exact same cop car, you know what I mean? In the game, I'm not going faster than every you know what i mean yeah, like it's that yeah, kind of yeah. it's that kind of like yeah. game development that's so <laughs> why is my speed capped 85 percent of there <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 and I, again like i ran into similar issues with evil west where um in uh it's so evil west is just levels of interconnected little fighting areas that you get locked into and you have to beat a certain amount of enemies blah blah blah, blah blah and it's just so like it just has this old school, early 2000s game design behind it. Mm-hmm. But the thing that's annoying me is that when you go up to these, when you get close to these environments, you can see the enemies. And if you go to shoot them, they all get shields. <laughs> so like you can't pick them off, uh, you know what I mean? And, and yeah. twiddle the numbers down beforehand. You have to actually physically get into the arena before you can start. But then with a lot of the 
boss encounters in that game, it's again the same thing where enemies just keep spawning around you. And so you're trying to focus on a boss, but then you have like four or five enemies that are surrounding the arena and they drop these freaking projectiles at you like one after the other after the other and they just bounce and bounce and bounce towards you. And you're like, oh crap. But then you have like four or five other enemies that are sparring at you plus the boss doing its stupid AOE and instantly healing and all this crap. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, dumb. like I get it if you go into a boss encounter and it's the boss and like some ads and you take care of the ads yeah. and then you whittle the boss down to like half health and then, okay, some more ads spawn. Sure. And you take care of the ads and then you, fine, I get that. But to like artificially add difficulty by just keeping, keep, keeping the ads respawn is so freaking lazy. So um, just in that description there, you've convinced me that one of our next episodes soon needs mm -hmm. to be about boss fights because I have a lot of opinions about what you yeah. just said and, and how most boss fights are garbage as a result of things like that. Mm -hmm. So we should do an episode on that. But for now, Sarah, what was your biggest letdown? Well, I'm a huge Saints Row fan. Mm. So you would think it would be Saints Row. But I knew from the first trailer that it wasn't going to be good. Yeah, fair enough. Um, and you just started playing that too. Yeah. And uh, like it, so I, I'm not disappointed. It's about the quality of what I expected. It's best way we, Chad and I came up with a description for it the other night when I was playing it. It's just GTA light is yeah. what it is. Even That's the, what it sounded like. It's even the map is a lot like GTA five where it's like got city and then it's just got a huge swath of desert and everything yeah. like yeah. it does not have any of the charm that the like Saints Row. Well, three and four are, are arguably probably the best. Mm -hmm. I don't care what other people say. <laughs> I've never played two, so I can't comment on that. Like one of the buildings in the in the game is like literally a cowboy boot. Yeah, it is shaped like a cowboy. boot. I, that's but <laughs> that that's very Saints Row three and yeah. four that but yeah. they don't. They don't lean into the comedy and I think, well, basically the way it was described in a lot of um, reviews beforehand was it's like a mix of two and three. Well, it's definitely leaning more in the direction of two, I think, than of three because it doesn't have the same goofiness to it as other times. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Um, yeah. but I think the closest thing to a letdown would probably be... Um, uh, Horizon Forbidden West and not in terms of gameplay or anything but in terms of character development of Aloy who's the main character oh, okay. Okay. she she didn't have any character development in this one at all oh, she's just, just like none like none whatsoever she's Great. she the entire time she was very stubborn I'll do it on my own and oh, keeping yeah. everyone at arm's length whereas like she started off that way in the first one and let people in as she got to know people Whereas this one, she's just standoffish the entire time. Are you okay? No, I'm, I'm over here. If you're wondering why I've got like watery eyes, I'm over here. Yawn. I'm opening my monster right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's crying because he's so upset for these disappointments. <laughs> just like every 10 seconds I'm yawning. I'm like, good God. Sorry, continue. Um, yeah, but like basically she just, she doesn't grow as a character or as a person at all. And it was, it was pretty disappointing actually because yeah. it's, it's a, it's an interesting story. I like the the sci-fi speculative fiction aspect of everything because apparently I'm more interested in sci-fi and speculative fiction than I ever thought I was. Everyone is. They just need the right sample. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It made what could have been a really good game really boring. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say really boring. I I didn't give a flying hell about her freaking quest at well, all because no, like yeah. you had even. 
See, I could go into like story elements of this game, but I don't want to spoil it for some people because yeah. like yeah. at the point in the game where you think, okay, this is where she's going to turn around. She doesn't. She doubles down. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like you, this, I, you know what? I'm going to fly into the freaking ocean. <laughs> I, 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 I literally didn't give a damn about the character. I loved like the game world looked beautiful. The gameplay was good. Uh, exploring it, you know, your typical stealth crafting open world game, right? Like it, it was, it was good, but Jeez, man, like you got to give her some freaking character growth here, man. Like I also found it a tad too long for my liking. Mm -hmm. At the end, I was just like, I just want to get through this and get this over with. Yeah, that's never a good sign. No, no. (laughs) Uh, I'll counter that with, I don't think the length was too bad, but the fact that they basically locked a lot of the stuff you could discover behind something that you get late in the game really yeah. sucked. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of forced your hand in what you could do. Well, I mean, to be fair, I think I, I don't think there is such a thing as a game that is too long. It's a game Assassin's that, Creed Valhalla. Like, well, but hear me out. Hear me <laughs> out. Because I, I think this goes to your point, which mm-hmm. is like there are games that are too long simply because they they stopped being interesting. Yeah. Like Ow. I I could. I bit my tongue. Oh, <laughs> I thought you looked at your shoulder. I'm like, oh, are you like getting attacked by a cat? No, no. Um, so like, I think if the game is engaging and well paced, it could be hundreds of hours long, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, Minecraft people have sunk. Oh, God yeah. knows how many hours yeah, yeah. into it. So, so I think anytime you say a game is too long, what you're what you're saying is it there wasn't enough. There wasn't enough game for the length that it took. Yeah, it didn't hold. My interest. Yeah. Whereas like Skyrim, I had literally hundreds of hours into that. And I love that game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Another, sorry. Go ahead. Another disappointment that I didn't play, but has been uh, universally just dumped on is uh, the Callisto Protocol, which was uh, made by one of the creators of the Dead Space franchise. Okay. And it's basically a carbon copy clone of Dead Space. Oh. But apparently, from what the reviews are giving this game, they really, really, really shit the bed on it. So mm, I still want to try it. It's on I, Game I Pass. I will. Yeah. No, it's not on Game Pass. I thought it was no, on Game not. Pass. No. Uh oh. We'll get it on Game Pass. Yeah. When, it's, when it's free, <laughs> I will give it a try. <laughs> the the head of Game Pass, who again obviously <laughs> is the person watching. Yeah. Uh, all of the industry is in a room watching this somewhere. Uh, get on it. Put it on Game Pass. Yeah. Come on. Right. Um, so here's here's one for you because I, I think we're past the point where I need to be polite and waiting for people to come in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so first of all, do you, do either of you have a category that you're dying to do? No. Okay. Favorite gaming moment of 2022. Oh. Whichever one of you wants to start. Oh God. Favorite gaming moment. Yeah. Is there any like just just the I, I would I would class it as like. The most memorable thing that happened or Hmm. alternatively, just like it can be things like mine is going to be, I'll tell you right now, mine is actually going to be when we were playing Diablo three all together. Co-oping. Yeah, that was great. That that was my gaming moment of 2022 because I fucking love couch co-op. Yeah. And that was it made it even more memorable because that was during like an insanely bad thunderstorm. Yeah. That mm-hmm. knocked power out in pretty much everything around us except for the building we were in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh so so for me that was uh my gaming moment. It has no bearing on the game wasn't released this year or anything else. No. But that was my like 
if I could do that again, which obviously we, we will, will do that again, yes. but <laughs> uh, like that's I'm that still lives in my head as like uh, that was a good fucking day. That was yeah. a good time. Gaming. That was a good day. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Yeah, that, I think that'll be definitely one of them. The runner up for me, and I, I'll say this if neither one of you say it. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna get off of video games, and uh, when we uh, started playing Wonder Book, that was exactly mm-hmm. opening Wonder yeah, Book was like, was like, the yeah. other one that I was opening that say. up and like <laughs> being blown away by the even the little cups that they came with the yeah. whole game pieces in. Yeah, and like we yeah. that blew us away because it was just like, oh my god, these are great. Who makes these? <laughs> Look it up. It was like, oh wow, you know, hundred percent. And just just the the board game design of it. The fact that the game board is a pop-up book that changes oh, as you progress in the story. Like, so good. Yeah. It's, so good. It blew my freaking mind. Yeah. 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 I am so glad we bought that. Yeah. I am that, so glad we bought exactly that. That was exactly what I was going to say for a runner-up. Yeah. 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 Happy New Year to you as well. Thanks for joining. Oh. We're, we were just talking about our favorite gaming of the year. You're, you don't yeah. have a chat up. I don't. That's yeah. yeah. Hello, Jim. Um, I guess my favorite gaming moment is outside of Dice Pixels. Yes. Um, my sister was over a couple weeks ago and we played uh, Gang Beasts together and we oh, haven't played oh a game God. together in so long. And it was just, it was, it was a lot of fun because she and I game very differently. Like she is a big goofball and we'll do dumb stuff. So if you're trying to actually like progress on anything, like I tend to mm-hmm. do, then it's just arguments. Whereas that is one where- Gang Beasts is good for that. Yes. <laughs> I now know. I now know how parents feel when they have like young children playing a game together and they're screaming and yelling and stuff. Because holy God, hearing these two, hearing these two, her, uh, Sarah and her sister just yelling and going to town on gang beasts. And so I have my earbuds in, and I could still hear them while I'm trying to play like uh, a game on uh, the PC. So I just ended up taking them out, turning around, and watching what these two nuts were doing. Yeah. Um, so, so not to do with this year or anything else, but. Uh, did either of you ever play Monaco, the game where you're mm-hmm. trying to break into various places and there's different classes that do different things? No. No. So um, one of the – so I, I played this a fair bit with uh, sort of the the Toronto crew that don't live in Toronto anymore. Um, <laughs> and uh, there was one character who can break through walls. He's like a demo expert. Mm-hmm. And he can just like bash through walls, but it sets off like all of the alarms to do it. And so we, we'd like, we'd open the map and I'd be like, I'm going for it. And just start bashing through walls. <laughs> every time, every time. Uh, it was actually really fun. Um, if, if I can set it up, maybe we'll play a couple of rounds yeah. later today. Cause it's, it's a cheap and cheerful game. Like uh, I'd say each level takes a few minutes sort of oh, thing. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it's got a weird, interesting art style. It's almost kind of cyberpunky, but it's all top down. Uh, if you haven't checked out Monaco, I do recommend giving it a try. I suspect it's like three bucks now or something stupid because it, it wasn't that expensive when it came out and it's been a while. But uh, <laughs> talking about Gang Beast, it, yeah. it came it was around that same time that, uh, that at least I played it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was a good game for like the person who just doesn't have any interest in playing properly. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cause you could do it properly. You could like sketch it out and like, this is how we're going to do it and not yeah. set off any alarms and or you can just bust through the wall oh. and grab shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Cool. 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 Uh, what other, what other, ca- what categories do game awards that we don't hate do? Um, like should we surprise hit? 
Yeah. Do you have a surprise hit? I don't think I do. I mean, I think the only one I can think of off the top of my head would be Vampire Survivors because that one hit hard and came out of nowhere. That's true. Yeah, it did come out of nowhere. Um, we're we're going to talk more about Vampire Survivors in a, in a minute. But yeah. Um, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Like as a yeah. surprise hit, I would agree. For for me, oh, um, I would actually say maybe, because uh, I think we probably all agree with that one, but uh, mm-hmm. maybe like Cheap and Cheerful isn't a bad sort of category as it were i I Mm. bought a lot of cheap ass games this year um and some of them were pretty great like morris cave obviously i enjoyed thoroughly um because it was like 79 cents greatest game ever made yeah that's right great (laughs) obviously the game of the millennium uh yeah just yeah things like that where i mean morris cave if you're curious it's on steam it's just a super simple side scroller that's just super fast paced and I like it mm-hmm. uh, and very difficult, which I like games that are difficult. Uh, but yeah, do like I've, I've got a bunch that I tried out that I've talked about in the past on the podcast. Do, do either of you two have anything that cheap was and, like cheap and cheerful? I think like five bucks or less, less sort of thing that it's like, this was a cheap game. Cat's quest. Yeah. 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 I mean, it came out like in 2016, I, but I still, think that like, counts. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's fair. I think, uh, you know, it it maybe cost more when it was released, but now this year it's discounted sort of yeah. thing. I think that's fair. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was it was great. Um, hmm. Uh, I'm I'm just trying to look back through my Steam games here. Um, Pocket City was uh, it wasn't bad. It wasn't a mm-hmm. bad one. Yeah, it was it was pretty cheap. It was basically Sim City just yep. with uh, quests, more or less. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if I bought any cheap board games this year. I know we got a bunch with uh, from T Turtle that we haven't played yet. That's actually a good point. Uh, mm-hmm. I did play the uh, Tic Tac KO. Yeah. Uh, it's not bad. Okay. Uh, and it was in our case, it was free. Yeah. But I, I think it was like six or seven bucks to begin with. With the purchase of a few shirts. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're not games, but I got to say the uh, the card decks and stuff that I got for D and D from. Um, do either of you remember what the company was? The ones that I got at the convention oh, that I bought their whole damn booth? Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. The, uh, um, I, I mentioned them in one of the earliest episodes. It was um, like our first episode. We talked about literally first yeah, episode. Literally the yeah. first episode. Uh, but they're, they're packs of cards that are for D&D. They, there's a whole bunch of different ones. Really, really like that stuff. It's not a game, but it's it's in the same neighborhood. Yeah, and those were individual. I mean, I spent a whole bunch because I bought everything. But like yeah. as individual products, they were pretty cheap. Yeah, they, we drove by them, or we walked by them, uh, you know, at Origins, and I know you were because they had the dice. The uh, dice, the, the dice, dice and the would, maps are great. Roll yep. to create uh, maps. Um, the uh, NPC deck, the uh, monster deck, the qu- like the actual uh, campaign deck, just to build your campaign randomly. Yep. Yeah, I can't think of the name. <laughs> I I'll I'll see if I can come up with it quickly, but uh in the meantime, uh yeah, just really liked that stuff. It was great. Um another what about, uh, what about you, sir? My cheap and cheerful is a game called Lay. I did a review on it in the website. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's free, so it's the cheapest. Cool. But yeah, the it's... cheapest lay you'll ever get. God damn. Chad, Boo. You're terrible. <laughs> Boo. Oh, um, oh, good night, folks. <laughs> but yeah, basically, it's a uh, uh, you play as a little girl character, young lady, I don't know, and uh, 
you have a flying manta ray friend and everything in this it's like you're in the clap on floating cloud islands and oh. everything around like all of the animals around are ocean based and you're just trying to turn on like fountain things again to release water for them oh, okay. i don't know it's okay. it's very simple but it's like for a free game it's uh it's it's a very cozy type game and it's really well made and i'm very surprised that it's free so cool cool yep. I, I dig that yeah um I'll tell you, uh, so one of the other categories that I that we were going to chat about real quick that I almost forgot was um, sort of on my list, mm, uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. things that we didn't get to play, uh, uh, yeah. but they were going to. And actually, before we started, I said Elden Ring was mine. I lied. <gasps> Timberborn is actually the one that's on my list. Uh, it's the city build it your beavers and you're trying to build a dam to like oh. make it through the dry season. Oh. I really meant to play that when it came out. I was actually going to do some live streaming and I never got around to it. And every time I see a stream of it or anything, I'm like, oh, I got to play that. <laughs> so that's that's yeah. on my list from 2022. I, I mean, I Elden Ring is as well, but mm -hmm. Timberborn, I think, is probably a little less obvious than Elden Ring. <laughs> Hell yeah. Elden I've never Ring. even heard of that one. Elden, yeah, I didn't even hear that either. It, uh, I'll show you a little bit more of it later, but yeah, it's it's cool. I like it. Uh, I got a couple. Um, one of them being uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Okay. It's a PlayStation 5 exclusive first person uh, kind of psychological horror game where you use magic instead of weapons. Uh, you're possessed by a spirit and you, you can okay. cast magic. It's really neat. It looks really, really cool. Cool. Uh, PS5 exclusive. Um, I believe it's on sale right now for like $31 Canadian. So uh, that's one I want to try, but haven't yet. And then uh, on the good old dusty Nintendo Switch, uh, Kirby in the Forgotten Land. It's uh, like just a, a 3D action adventure game featuring Kirby that I kind of always, I played the demo for it before it initially released and it kind of hooked me. But my problem with Nintendo is I really don't like giving them $80 for a game <laughs> that feels outdated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, if that ever, if I can ever get that cheaper on sale, like I'll definitely want to try that out. But yeah, yeah, probably those two. Uh, by the way, I just finally found the thing that we we're talking about earlier. Inkwell Ideas That's was it. the company mm. that makes the D&D Ectremont. Howdy, Racer. Thanks for joining uh, us. Oh, hey, how's it going? Hey. Yeah. Uh, we were just talking about, we talked about a few things right now. We were just talking about, uh, things that we didn't get to this year that we wanted to. What about you, Sarah? Anything? I'm looking through. Oh, Plague Tales Requiem. Oh, yeah. I've never heard of it. Yeah. It's uh, the second in a duology or whatever. It's, it's probably going to be a trilogy. Probably. It would make sense. But, uh, the first tale or the Innocence. first, yeah, Plague's Tale Innocence was the first one. And it, I don't know if it's during like. The Black Death or something, but uh, yes. is it? Yeah. Okay. But yeah, it takes place in France and uh, you're playing as a young woman who has to help her brother who has like these weird mystical powers to control rats. And it's it's kind of just a, a weird premise, but it's, it's it, I really enjoyed the first one because I played that cool. one in order to play Requiem and I just haven't played Requiem yet. Mm -hmm. And then also Pentiment, which is another one that apparently I have a, a thing this year um where it looks the the entire art style looks like old medieval like drawings in old bibles and stuff 
Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. that's the entire art. Uh, a little bit like uh, the alchemy game. Potion craft. Yeah, oh, a little potion, bit like yeah, potion, potion craft. craft. Yeah, and I, I have given that one a try, and I want to yeah. get into that one some more too. So, cool. Yeah. Cool. So yeah. Both of those games are on Game Pass. Yep. Yay, Game Pass. I, I love I'll, Game Pass. I'll tell you, I was actually considering like talking about like the best like gaming service or something of the year, but like let's face it, it's Game Pass. There's, yes. There's no discussion. No. It's yeah. just yeah. is the best. So. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Game Pass is uh, fantastic. And the amount of games that they have on that service alone, uh, even like I said, High on Life was yep. mm-hmm. a day one release on the service. And like, holy geez, man, there's if you're ever on the fence about a lot like certain games and you're like, hmm, I don't know about this one. Chances are it's on Game Pass and you can try it. Yeah. And the monthly the <laughs> monthly fee for it is or depending on your play style, just beat it. I mean, yeah. like yeah. it's what uh, I think it's 15 or 16 bucks for yeah. the normal and then the like 20, ultimate. I think, for ultimate. For ultimate mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. It's for a month. Yeah. I mean, if you're something like high on life, like if you just want to play through, there you go. Done. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and like even if you don't have the Xbox, when if you get ultimate that and like the, the amount of games that are available to play through uh, PC are like just as good. It's just as worth it having an xbox now and seeing all the 360 games that are available as well that was really exciting yeah. most of which i still have yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i mean like now i'm going to play through all three of the fables <laughs> at yeah. some point yeah, so sure. uh racer brings up uh Thymesia. yeah i Thymesia. was actually just taking it's, a look at that i had seen it I, I had seen like the the hero shot of it but yeah. i hadn't actually looked into it but it's it a, looks really cool yeah it's a souls like that has a, a different spin on it uh where you do damage but then they have another bar below that that you have to damage in order to kill your enemies mm-hmm. i think it's the one with the plague doctor's mask as well yeah it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well similar anyways yeah yeah so that that's one that's on my list but i have a feeling it's going to be a freebie at some point so i'm kind of waiting on it it does strike me as one that's going to come to game pass so i, mm-hmm. I may hold off on it but yeah I, that looks cool i would definitely give that a shot yeah. um that's actually one of the things about Elden Ring that I'm like, how long until it's on Game Pass? Should I buy it or should I wait until later oh, next I don't year? Know. It's on sale right now, but yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know either. Like, it seems like the sort of hit that they might try and get uh, mid next year. But at the same time, hard to say. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. On uh, Thymesia, there was another one called Steel Rising. Yeah. That was also like another Dark Souls style okay. game. But it was, um, I think it was set like way back, but... Um, everything's more technological so it has that like that old steampunkish technological feel about it and you play as a comp same thing like it's a dark souls game more or less mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but that looked really cool that uh, i never really got to but yeah so um i think we should move on to the big two mm-hmm. uh the big that, two. that i think we all generally agree on but but yeah. we'll chat about them because uh we're we're at the 42 minute mark. I don't think we want to go too too long today. Um but uh that'll take us a good 10 or 15 minutes for sure to get through those. Sure. So number 1 uh is should we do game of the year or should we do lives up to the hype? Let's first? do lives up to the hype. Lives up to the hype. Yeah. So um we chatted a little bit about categories. As I said, we're we're kind of experimenting this year. We don't really know what our categories were. We made most of them up in the last during we're live yeah <laughs> this is this is basically the blueprint for future award shows yeah. right here so uh so but one of the categories that i kind of uh, alluded to was lives up to the hype which i i think is what a lot of game of the year ends up being for a lot of publications yeah 
because lives up to the hype is is hard, right? You've got a, like you have to have hype to begin with. So something like Vampire Survivors could never get that because there wasn't really any hype no. around the game. It no. was just a surprise hit, like you said. Yeah, it just came out on early access and people were like, holy shit, this is awesome. Yeah. So like it, it kind of has to have two components. It has to A, have significant hype around it. And then B, it has to like live up to that, which like something like Dragonflight for WoW, I don't think does because good, it was, it was great and people were hyped about it, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I heard a lot of like... And a lot of it is normal for WoW patches, but I heard a lot of like, oh, they screwed this up. They screwed this up. There's yeah. bugs or whatever. Like you just hear a lot of negativity around it. And to some degree, that's just people being grumpy. Yeah. But on the other hand, like there are legitimate issues with it. Yeah. I also attribute that to the live service aspect of it all too. Oh, there's there's so, part of that for yeah. sure. But I think we all agreed and, and I mean, feel free to, to dissent now that we're live, but uh, mm. I think we all agree that for this one, Elden Ring is a pretty clear winner yep. yeah. because it was hugely hyped. And I heard like nothing negative about it. Yeah. The only thing that I could see coming close to this would have been God of War Ragnarok. But, but see, you but had complaints yeah. about it. I had issues with it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, I agree. Elden Ring, uh, in my opinion, it's the Souls game perfected. Um, it, and, I, and I've heard that a lot. Yeah. It's like, yes, it's hard. So, I mean, and again, if you're going into the, a game of this style and you're, oh, it's, it looks so cool. The action looks great. You're going to get your ass kicked. Which is why I've never played it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, well, and so that that is the one thing is I did talk to a couple of people that just didn't actually understand what the game was. Mm-hmm. And they freely admitted they're like, oh, well, I just heard it was great and I tried it out, but it was way too hard. And I'm like, well, okay, that's not a justifiable complaint about a Souls game. That's yeah. just you not understanding what mm-hmm. you want. Uh, but if everyone who knew what it was, I heard nothing but good things. Yeah, same. Yeah. So. Same. Yeah. I think a very close second, though, if I may, is Stray. I I was also going to say, like, that would be the other, like, if we were doing nominations, that would definitely be on the list. Yeah. It didn't have nearly as much hype. No. But I, it definitely I, lived no. up to I it. remember when, when the trailer first came out, everyone was like, oh, my God, you get to play as a cat. But then things went very, very quiet again, I think, surrounding it and yeah. uh, not in the same. So, so it, it. Go ahead. I attribute Stray to, like, a kick-ass dessert. Yeah. Because. While you're eating it, it's great, but it doesn't last very long. Whereas Elden Ring is just like a monstrous buffet where sure, you yeah. just keep going back and it's always going to be good. Yeah. I mean, I think that's why for me, it's kind of the no brainer is just because like it's it's a big game yep. and it had a huge amount of hype and it still managed to be everything that people wanted mm-hmm. it to be. Mm-hmm. That is a very hard thing to do. Yes. Uh, so well deserved on that front. So, yeah. yeah. There, there Congratulations, <laughs> Elden Ring. Here's your here's your trophy. Uh, also, my game of the year, personally. So yeah, uh, you can come and pick that up at the studio here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very expensive. Uh, oh, they're here. Uh, no. <laughs> um, so the, the the you mentioned Stray, and so for for me, I think my sort of nominations for game of the year were between Stray mm-hmm. and um, Vampire Survivors. And I'll talk a little bit about what I think the game of the year is. And I, I think I've mostly kind of convinced we, you guys of the same. And but, we've talked about yeah. it. We talked about yeah. it a couple weeks back as well. Yes, we, yeah. we have. So so some of this is a little bit repetitive. Uh, we won't go into super detail. Uh, also, Racer said, uh, really liked Horizon Forbidden West, which I was mean, one of the ones yeah. that you were saying was a disappointment. Just 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 Aloy's. <laughs> just Aloy. Yeah, yeah, just Aloy's yeah. lack of character yeah. development. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so, so for me, and I think we've tended to agree to this is for game of the year, it has to be something that, um, affects the industry. Mm -hmm. So like, like other publishers are going to change their 2023 roadmap as a result of game X. And that's what makes it game of the year versus something like living up to the hype, which is just like, yeah, you fucking nailed it. That was an amazing game. Mm -hmm. This is like, you have to do something that's noteworthy um outside of that like innovative or otherwise and so i will say that i've heard from contacts in the industry and i'm going to i'm going to intentionally not say what they told me mm-hmm. but stray it turns out did have some impact there are really? there are a couple of competing of competing game uh firms that are talking about doing more with playable pets an example that. of that, it's not the example they gave me. I want to be clear. So this this don't count on this happening. But an example of that would be, for instance, a World of Warcraft quest line where you become your summoned pet that and do a quest amazing, line as your yeah. your pet. Mm-hmm. Um, that sort of thing, there is at least two studios based on what I was told that are now considering like adding elements of that into their games specifically as a result of Stray. I, that just reminded me of, I can't remember which one it is, but one of the Spyro games, there are levels where you play as the uh, the dragonfly. Sparks. Yeah. Sparks, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. Like, I don't think it's unique, three. but I think Stray sort of proved how deep that can go. Yes. I think that so, was yeah. Spyro 3. Probably. I think yeah. it was 3. Yeah. yeah. 3 anyway. was the one that kind of got away, but anyway, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so, so I have actually confirmation that, that Stray did in fact actually make that move the needle on that that's good I like um, that. but the other nomination and we've talked about it before is obviously vampire survivors and it's yeah. kind of a no-brainer because a other companies have already released survivors clones yeah. <laughs> so you, you know it's had that <laughs> yeah. impact and, and b like just the fact that i have heard several people independently use the term survivors clone mm-hmm. or survivors like I, I mean, to me, I think that's a clear win yeah. for game of the year. And I, I think we're all on board. Yeah. But you guys go ahead and, and yeah. let us know what there you think. There you go. There's there's the game of the year trophy. <laughs> crafted. Uh, completely 100% handcrafted by somebody in a factory somewhere. Well, Not nestled together like Lego and me holding it straight. Assembled in Canada. Yeah, yeah assembled there in Canada. You go. Live. Yeah. <laughs> during this podcast. That's right. That's right. Yeah, no, Vampire oh, and Broke. Broke. Live during this podcast. Um, Just like the Stanley Cup that one time. Yeah. No, that was a Memorial Cup. Oh, was it the yeah. Memorial Cup? Um, yeah, Vampire Survivors, you, looking at a game that was, you know, two bucks, four bucks to buy yeah. when it went into early access. But they, like the development team there, they kept perfecting it and perfecting it and perfecting yep. it and while they're doing that all these other people are like oh hey we're gonna jump on this bandwagon yep. and then that's when you started seeing a lot of them in uh you know steam on mobile yep. uh and then when they finally released their full game it's still only like four it's it's like it's six months yeah, or something it's with very, dlc that they just released literally yeah. a month after the game went live as a full bucks. version yeah. yeah yeah like and it's just incredibly fun like it's simplistic but it's fun yeah it's mm-hmm. so fun and i'll also say like i've played other games that are um one would say broadly similar to vampire survivors like zombie driver was actually one that i played way back mm-hmm. and um by by doing better in missions you unlock both new vehicles i.e new characters yeah and upgrades to your vehicles and it's basically just never-ending horde well it's not never-ending hordes of zombies but it's close yeah. enough 
Uh, so like Vampire Survivors isn't necessarily unique, but they did it right. Like they, mm-hmm. they made enough changes, enough innovations, like the, the loot boxing that there's no real skin in the game, but it's mm-hmm. like, it's still fun when you, when you crack that chest and it's like, yes, it's a five chest. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> the music just keeps going and you're like, oh yeah. Aw. And, and the death seeming to be this inconquerable baddie that then it turns out that there's actually ways to to defeat it. And some of them are pretty cheesy, but it works. And then it's, oh, that's also an unlockable. Like they just did everything really, really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a result, other game firms are copying them yeah. and, and yeah. putting elements of that or just straight up wholesale copying them. So mm-hmm. I look at uh, one that I recently picked up that's also in early access called Soulstone Survivors. Yeah. And it's uh, it has a uh, an isometric viewpoint and graphically it reminds me of world of warcraft mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. but it's the same thing you're running like yep. the, it's but it's it's really really fun but vampire survivors man like, and and that's the other thing that apart. i that i was gonna say is um i think in five years maybe 10 years there will be like the the pinnacle of the survivors game mm-hmm. that everybody's like yeah this like oh my god this is the best one ever made yeah um and then I think you will hear at least some people say things like, this makes me want to go back and play the original Vampire Survivors. And and again, to me, that's that's the premise of like a game of the year. It's like yeah. this changed something about the industry. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think it's a winner for that. But I was interested to hear that Stray has made some ripples and that you will likely, no guarantees, but you will likely see more playable pet sort of quests and stuff in games coming like up in that. the new year. Yeah. That's like the next step up from when more games have started letting you pet dogs in games. Yeah. yeah. Now they need to start letting you pet cats. Right. Not and get many. scratched. That too. <laughs> you can in Valhalla. Yeah. You can pick, yeah. literally pick up a cat and <gasps> pet it. I didn't know yeah. that. That's um, awesome. Ghost of Tsushima. Also the game that you were playing all week too. You can go pet the cats and some of them are hissing at you. Oh, Chained Echoes, yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, yeah. A, it's that it's an RPG that just came out that's uh, gave me Chrono Trigger kind of vibes, but has just sucked a lot of my time. There's no leveling in it per se, but uh, you you basically as your skills improve, you 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 get better. You don't. There's no level. Yeah. But holy crap, is it fun? I'm really digging it. Yeah, that's actually. I mean, this is a non sequitur because I think we're we're kind of wrapping up yeah. on the awards mm-hmm. portion, anyways. But um, Wish um, Wish was a game that uh, the year that it was supposed to come out, that was the biggest letdown for me, big time, because it was it was in that vein too, where you had skills but you mm-hmm. didn't have like levels and you didn't have um, like classes and stuff. It was just like, do you want to get better at this? Do this, and mm-hmm. then you'll get better at this. And then yeah, uh, yeah. I like that kind of game. And interestingly, Bethesda said that they were going to do away with classes yeah. for Starfield and going forward. Yeah. Starfield, right? I'm not yeah. crazy. So, yeah. yeah. Pretty sure it's Starfield. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, how about we do honorable mentions? Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Games that got? we enjoyed this year yeah. and just didn't make it to the things. You can start because- Me? Yeah. Oh, God. Sick and tired of you not talking. Uh, <laughs> well, I got to look through the games here to see- Okay, fine. Are we uh, are we looking like only twenty two twenty twenty two games or yeah games you played this year or are any game or were yeah, they released this year? I don't care. Okay, fine. Whatever you like. <laughs> okay, Maze. I literally played it in last Friday because we couldn't record last week. It is it was released in like two thousand sixteen, 
It is the most ridiculous game I've ever played. Oh, sentient corn. That's awesome. Yes. <laughs> there is sentient stalks of corn. And uh, yeah. So it's a play on words because you end, yeah. you start yeah. off in a corn maze. And yeah, then, of yeah. Course, of yeah. Course. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It was absolutely silly and I enjoyed it. Well, I'll tell you my honorable mention. Uh, I don't know that it was released this year, but it was definitely uh, made more popular this year. And we didn't, it's it's also on my list, to be fair, uh, is um, the chunker that we have over there. Oh, Madara. Yeah, Madara. Because yeah. uh, <laughs> we we got it. We haven't cracked it open yet, but I am sure I'm going to love it. Oh, and, uh, I can't so wait. So Madara's on the list. Yeah. I think it was actually released in uh, 2021, but mm. uh, I think a lot of people got it this year. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'd also like to mention Witchwood. Oh, it yeah. came out December of last year. Um, it's kind of, kind of um, visual novel e ish. Okay. But uh, not at the same time, and like everything is dependent on crafting. So like to to beat enemies or whatever, you have to be able to oh. throw. So it's like figuring out what you need to beat an enemy, and then within your spells list cool. you figure it out yeah cool. that's kind of silly and cute all right so high on life i'm not going to talk about it because i've talked about it enough year one uh sifu which mm. was a martial art a really hard martial art game where you every time you die you age so if you oh, die yeah. twice you age two years if you die three times you age three years oh, that's cool every time you fail until you're an old man and then you finally die <laughs> the combat in it is really really good and you have to learn uh, enemies patterns and stuff and right. do your all your dodgings with the analog stick and really great game loved it and um shredder's revenge teenage oh, mutant yeah. shredder's yeah. revenge that game man brought back all the old school feels of playing you know the arcade game in turtles in time way back when and we played through it and it's it's one of those games where I'm like hell yeah I'm definitely going to be going back to playing that again. Yeah, next year uh, when we when we get things a little bit more sorted, I think maybe we'll have to have some sort of a category around like nostalgia or like mm-hmm. blast from the past or something. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, it looked well. Shredder's Revenge was great, but that entire collection, the Cowabunga collection, was was great. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Kirk here saying in chat, uh, Shadow of Rose DLC for Resident Evil Village was good. Uh, came out in October. Really hits the feels after finishing the main game. Uh, yeah, Village was another good one. Uh, I liked it. However, I think that a lot of the suspensiness that they had for the Resident Evil game uh, kind of ended after a certain part in the game and then it became more action focused. Yeah. Which, I mean, okay, but you went from resident evil seven that was really really suspenseful and then you started eight really suspenseful until you were just like here's a grenade launcher here's a machine gun (laughs) so Uh uh-huh yeah um what about to to end things out yeah what are you looking forward to most next year so far Ooh. Ooh. i'm hoping that there's going to be some D D campaign books that don't suck Oh. I, I don't know how the dragon, I don't know how the, the last one, the dragon horde, oh. I'm not sure how that one went, but I just found like a lot of the D and D camps. Yeah. I, I found a lot of the D and D campaign books that came out in 22 weren't that great. Um, so hopefully with uh, one D and D coming, hopefully uh, Dungeons and Dragons can like actually get some really good stuff going. 
video game wise, man, mm. I know for Spoken's one that's coming out in January that I played the demo and I am, I was all for this until I played the demo. And then it kind of made me start kind of climbing down the fence. Mm-hmm. Only be, like the game, it looks beautiful. Um, but a lot of the dialogue in it really annoyed me. And the gameplay is just more of the same, like open world kind of, you know, game systems. The only thing it has going for it is the magical parkour system that they have for movement, which okay. is cool. But I am totally going to wait on reviews for this one because I'm. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. And I would have said Destiny 2 Lightfall, but I'm not really in the mood for Destiny 2 anymore. So Diablo 4. Yes. I pulled up our uh, the notes from Game Awards and was going through all the trailers. I was very surprised yesterday. Uh, not yesterday, a couple of days ago. My buddy Jack, who has been the biggest Diablo fan I've ever met. Yep. He said he wasn't going to buy it when it came out. He, he said he will play it eventually, mm-hmm. but he wasn't he wasn't going to pre-order it and he wasn't going to buy it when it first came out. And I was surprised. Interesting. I'm still probably going to buy it when it comes out. Yeah. I am not likely to pre-order it. No. I thought about, I mean, we'll see. It, it, it doesn't come out until June, so I've got yep. time to decide. Yep. But um, I might grab the the ultimate pre-order so i can get those four days ahead of time and maybe do some streaming but Mm. that depends on a lot of things and Mm -hmm. i don't know where i fall on that yet but yeah diablo 4 is on my list um ksp2 kerbal space program 2 is obviously top of my list i will be playing nothing but that for weeks i'm sure yeah there's definitely a lot of remakes that the racers saying there's definitely a lot of remakes in development right now um yeah i'll play them at some point i just kind of wish developers were focusing more on new stuff rather than remaking old stuff that we've already done. Um, another one. Well, no, cause all 11,000 people that were laid off from Facebook are right. now making remakes. Uh, so it's oh, right. Okay. <laughs> uh, and, uh, Jedi, uh, Jedi survivor, um, the sequel to fallen order. Mm, I'm mm-hmm. very much looking forward to that one as well. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know when it comes out, but the, the Hellboy web of word I'm looking forward to, but mm-hmm. there's no release date for that one. So, yeah. I uh, I I actually don't know much in the way of board games that are coming out. I feel like board games don't tend to get like no. hyped ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I'm sure there will be a, a host of great board games. I'm looking forward to playing Madara. Yeah. Looking forward to going through some more storybook uh, or book Wonder, Wonder book. hopefully Wonder today. Yeah. We'll yeah. get some some time in that. And um, yeah, I mean, video game wise, for me, it's KSP all the way. Yeah. But. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I think that probably wraps it up for, for today. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Thanks so much for watching. The the few people who dropped in, we appreciate it. Uh, this will be going up. You'll already know this because it'll be going up as episode 26. Um, tomorrow we'll do a proper thumbnail for it and everything. Yep. You'll have seen that if you're watching this in the future. Yeah. And uh, happy new year. Yeah. We hope your Christmas was fantastic. Uh, we missed you last week. Um, we hope you have a safe and happy new year and look forward to seeing you all in 2023. We love you all. Yep. Bye. Cheers. Oh, great day.